now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show, right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Iles. I'm Leo Iles. And we are the Derriers. Doing what we do, man. I mean, you know, we're, we're so far we haven't failed or succeeded. That's true. We just do what we do. I guess there's su- sort of a success in there's that. There's something in that. <laughs> we just drive up and down the road picking up music and putting it on our radio show. That's all we do. We do. That's we, what we yeah, do. Of course, we call it the Americana Road Show, so people ask us, they say, Derriers. Exactly what is Americana music? And that's a fair question. Yeah, like we're some kind of experts. No, we're not. Well, we have an opinion. We do have an opinion. And we also have a definition. Uh, yes, it's such the, as it is. Yes. It's the same thing. That's right. And that is that it's music with distinctive American roots. And that that's a pretty broad, you know, definition, right? Oh, it there. is. Yeah. Uh, by by definition. By definition, it's a broad definition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it opens I mean, there's all kinds of uh, Americana music. Well, that's true. Of course, it could be rockabilly. It could be blues. It could be <laughs> rock and roll. Bubblegum. Uh, how about grunge? How about classical? How about slack key? How about rumba? Are you working on a different side of the alphabet than I am? <laughs> it sounds like it. It just sounds like it to uh-huh. me. Okay. It could be Tex-Mex. It could be. It uh, could be Tex-Mex. It and could you be know what else it could be? It could be Let's just get down to it. Yeah. All right. So uh, the format of the show is that we each show up every week with a virtual fistful of tunes. And the only rule we have is that we do not share that with each other before we do the show. That's right. Right. And we take turns starting the show. And it's your turn. It is. Right. So, uh, in my musical stumblings, uh, I, I, I fell over this one. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, and you're going to recognize it. You may not recognize it by the title, but when they play it, you're going to recognize it. It's, it the, the name of the song, it was by a band called Reunion. Which was really not a real band. Okay. Okay. Uh, the song is called Life is a Rock, but the radio rolled me. Hmm. So it uh, came out in 1974. It was written by Norman Dolph, who did the lyrics, and Paul DeFranco did the music. And it was recorded by an ad hoc group of studio musicians called Reunion with Joy Levine as the lead singer. Oh, okay. So now Joy I'm Levine, to recognize some of these names now. Joy Levine was, uh, you know, one of those bubblegum guys. Mm-hmm. He did uh, Yummy, Yummy, Yummy and Chewy, Chewy by the Ohio Express. And he did another singer. one with the 1910 Fruit Gum Company, I think, maybe. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. So anyway, um, but it's, it's uh, the lyrics... They're a fast patter of 50s, 60s, and 70s disc jockeys, musicians, songwriters, record labels, <laughs> song titles, and lyrics broken only by the chorus. Wow. It's super cool, and, and you're going to recognize okay, it. Okay, all right. Uh, but it, uh, it, it, it peaked at number eight on the Billboard Hot 100 uh, chart, and the outro quotes uh, from the following songs, okay? It yeah. quotes from 
Baby, I Need Your Lovin' by The Four Tops. Yeah. Celebrate by Three Dog Night. Uh-huh. I Want to Take You Higher by Sly and the Family Stone. Right. And Uptight, Everything's All Right by Stevie Wonder. <laughs> okay. So this would be a great way to start the show. Uh, this is Life is a Rock from 1974, but the radio rolled me by Reunion. Bumble and the Stingers, Mother Hoople, Rachel Singers, Lonnie Mac and Twang and Eddie. Here's my ring, we're going steady. Take it easy, take me higher, liar, liar, have some fire. Locomotion, vocal passion, deeper purple satisfaction. Baby, baby, gotta, gotta, give me, give me, getting hotter. Sammy's cooking, Leslie Gorin, Richie Valens and the story. Mahavishnu, Fujiyama, Kama, Sutra, Rama, Lama, Richard Perry, Spectre, Barry, Archie's righteous, Dustin Harry. Shimmy, shimmy, Coco, Puppet, Fences, back and Pink and Puppet. Life is a rock, but the radio rolled me. Gotta turn it up louder. Salutations, Brenda in the tabulation Carly, Simon, Abby, Holder, Rolling Stones at center Folder, Donnie, Cash, and Johnny Rivers Cast up, now I got the shivers Mungo, Jerry, Peter, Beer, Fallen, Baller, Barry, Mary Dr. Jonathan, Manny, Trevor, Doris, Day, Inject the River Gotta go through, gotta swelter Leon Russell, give me shelter Miracles in smoky places Brian Wilson, Gibson, Bases Mushroom, Omelette, Bonnie, Bramlett Wilson, Figgins, Tom, and Kickin' Life is a rock But the radio Life is a rock But the radio Fred and Norman, Oakland, Denver, John and Osmond, Donnie, Tracy, Keelan, CZ, Top and L.L. Bean and Dee Dine and David Bowie, Steely, Dan and Sing Me, Brad of CZ, Ryder, Captain Winter, Johnny, Summers, Osmond, Brothers, Johnny, Thunders, Eric, Clapton, Fennel, Wawa, Stephen, Foster, Duda, Duda, Good Vibrations, Help Me, Run the Surfer, Girl, Little Honda, Tighter, Tighter, Honey, Honey, Sugar, Sugar, Yummy, Yummy, CBS and Warner Brothers, RCA and all the others. Life is a rock, but the radio Fishes, women, boss, and monkey making bad Blowing my mind, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, isn't that fun? That is fun. Yeah, that's those, good stuff. Those guys worked hard on that thing, didn't they? Well, I guess. Man. Uh, well, Leo, I guess it's your turn. Uh, the, the, this guy was brought to mind, um, got into my... I had thought about featuring him before and then kind of forgot about it. But then uh, and we had an incident one night when we were down at uh, Real Grit. Uh-huh. And uh, Jason got up on stage and started imitating Walter Brennan. 
Yes, he did. He did. Yes, and I go, he did. And I go, jeez, why not? You know. <laughs> so, so I, I went and took a look, man. Now, first of all, I'm going to say something about this this guy. What a much loved character actor, much loved, absolutely. And and he had a, such a great history. Uh, so, but he also um, uh, his his uh, p- personal uh, life was a lot more conservative. His politics were really. Really conservative, right? Okay. So he's one of these guys that had a public persona and a personal life both, right? And his parents were both, um, uh, they were both Irish uh, immigrants, right? And um, he was born in Massachusetts. But uh, as he got older, he was working as a bank clerk. And he enlisted in the U.S. Army and served as a private with the 101st Field Artillery Regiment in France uh, during the uh, First World War. Wow. And he was there for two years, but... But the interesting thing about this is that while he was there, he suffered an injury to his vocal cords from exposure to mustard gas. Oh, my. And that's what left him with that crazy, distinctive, high, reedy kind of sounding voice right. that he had, right? Right. So it was a result of, of a war in, injury. Wow. And then after the war, he worked as a financial reporter for a newspaper in Boston, of all things. And then uh, he made a fortune in real estate. Oh, really? Yeah. And then he lost it. Oh, no. <laughs> in the crash. Oh, wow. So there you go. Up, and now I'm down again. Wow. So anyway, uh, he, he needed money. And uh, so he got a job uh, as an extra in, uh, in films uh, working at uh, Universal Studios. And in 1925, he was started at $7.50 an hour. I'm, wow. I'm sorry, $7.50 a day. day yeah. A day. And uh, that would be equivalent, uh, well, you know, I think to $125 a day. Oh, okay. Now, which, you know, was a decent working wage. Glad to have it. He, glad to have it. And mm-hmm. he and wound up uh, working at Universal off and on for like 10 years. But around this time, to get a little of this, uh, we're talking 1935, right? Brennan had what he later described as the luckiest break in the world. He was taking part in a fight scene when an actor kicked him in the face and knocked all of his teeth out. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so he, he got fitted for dentures. He says, he says, I looked okay with the dentures off the set, but when necessary, I could take them out and suddenly look 40 years older. Right. <laughs> so lucky me, I got all my teeth knocked out. <laughs> Now, one more man, little... man, that guy's glass was half full. I'm <laughs> it was half you. full. Yeah. Definitely half full. Yeah. He, he says uh, he was the only person to have won Best Supporting Actor three times. But there was a, there was a trick to that because he was, he was actually embarrassed by it, how he won the awards. Uh, because during the early years of the Academy Awards, extras were given the right to vote. And so every time he went up for an award, he won it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Because <laughs> the guys all loved him. All right, so there's a lot to say about this guy, but the, I, the, he was famous for this one song, and it's kind of a talking song, right? which is kind of a form that was popular you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the name of this song is Old Rivers, and it's uh, he's being backed up here by a famous uh, vocal ensemble uh, called the Johnny Man Singers. Oh, sure. So let's listen to it. First seen old rivers. I can't remember when he wandered around. Well, that old fella did a heap of work. Spent his whole life walking plowed ground. He had a one-room shack not far from us, and well, we was about as poor as him. He had one old mule he called Midnight. 
and I trailed along after them. He used to plow them rows straight and deep, and I'd come along there behind, a busting up clods with my own bare feet. Old Rivers was a friend of mine. The sun would get high and that mule would work, and old Rivers would finally say, whoa. He'd wipe his brow and lean back on the range and talk about a place he's going to go. Say, one of these days, I'm going to climb that mountain, walk up there among them clouds where the cotton's high and the corns are growing and there ain't no fields to plow. a letter today from the folks back home and they're all fine crops is dry down near them in mom said son you know old rivers died they're sitting here now in this new plowed earth trying to find me a little shade with the sun beating down across the fields i see that mule, old rivers, and me. Now one of these days, I'm gonna climb that mountain, walk up there among them clouds, where the cotton's high and the corns are growing, and there ain't no fields to plow. With the sun beating down across the fields I see, that mule, old rivers, and me. Big finish. Yeah. Way to go, Walter. Nice, Nicely done, Walter. Yeah, that's one of those songs. You know, I kind of had completely forgotten about that song until Jason yeah. started doing his imitation. Thanks, so, Jason. Thanks, for Jason. That. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like an earworm. He is that. <laughs> okay, back to you, Raj. Okay, well, in my ping-ponging and stumbling around uh, this past week, I, I, f- I found a collection called uh, Bands Under the Radar, Americana for Hipsters. Okay. And this was volume seven from 2013, so there's several volumes out there. But uh, there's a guy on there, uh, you know, it's all different musicians, uh, a guy by the name of Leroy Powell. And I couldn't really find a lot about the guy, um, but, but I did find a review, and the guy says, Leroy Powell is nothing short of a good time. He's a former gu- guitarist for Shooter Jennings and a cast member on A&E's Crazy Hearts Nashville. Okay, so wow, guy, you know, sure. He's got some cred. Right. Classic rock and roll is what Powell is all about with strange, fun lyrics and face-melting guitars. Face-melting? Yeah. Okay. So he did a project uh, with another guy, I think Tim Jones, uh, and, and it was called Overlords of the Cosmic Revelation. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> it's pretty freaky. We may look at that at some time. But, uh, but anyway, this song, I liked it. I liked the title, and I liked the way it moves. And uh, it's uh, Leroy Powell doing Satan, Put It On My Tab. (laughs) I broke her heart 
Cause it was there For a moment She thought I cared There ain't no lessons I have to teach Just a story I don't wanna preach Said and put it on my tail Something soon It'll be my time Sooner or later, yeah, anyway. That's so true. They're, they're racking up. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. good. that's a cool song. Right? You know, and actually, as I looked into it, uh, it was also on an album he did, which is it's pretty cool. The uh, the cover is like two cassettes, you know, yeah, yeah. In, in their cases, and it's called Super Country Hits and Super Rock Hits, 2013. <laughs> So I think I like this guy. Oh, man. So we'll hear more from him after a bit. And okay, you know cool. what? Oh, what? We're out of time. Oh, we're out of time. Yeah. 
And uh, tomorrow's moving day. It's always moving day. So I'm we have to go out uh, during break and police the area. I think it's your turn to check the tire. You know what it is. It is. Yeah. Yay! So you get to pick up the trash. I don't mind. I don't mind the trash. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> I'll pick up the trash. All right. I'll well, pick we'll... up the neighbor's trash. I'll pick up the trash for the people across the street. <laughs> okay. No problem. Well, you better get busy. I have to be busy. All right. Well, we'll be back. This is the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. Well, that wasn't too painful for me. It was okay. Yeah. How was it for you? How's the tire? Uh, you know, the tire is, it was four pounds. Four pounds? Mm-hmm. Okay. So usually between three and five, you know, yeah. depending on, yeah. Yeah. So it, luckily, okay, you, you know, know, we're we're in a nice place actually this week. Yeah. Yeah. We certainly are. Uh, through um, every fault of our own. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's rare that we don't <laughs> leave this up to chance. We, we, are, made, we, we are made a beeline here. Yes. Yes, that's right. And we are now broadcasting from uh, beautiful San Bernardino, California. Right at the end of that famous song, you know, Route 66. That's right. That's where we are. You bet. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful town. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got such a hairy, uh, you know, it's located in what they call the Empire, Inland Empire region of uh, Southern California, right? Okay. And I mean, you know, it's it's a major economic, cultural, and political hub of the state. It's just huge. And it's got so much culture going on for it. But um, it also is a, it's a college town and it's home to California State University, San Bernardino, which is cool. Lots of, lot of you know, college age people around here. But, but San Bernardino was named in 1810, according to the lady down at the library. Okay. And uh, a Spanish priest named uh, Francisco, I think it's Dumetz. It's kind of a weird name. But he, he led an expedition through the area. And in 1839, the government uh, granted uh, California rancher Jose del Carmen Lugo the right to settle the area. Never mind that there were a few tribes of Indians around there already that thought they kind of owned the area. Yeah. This is kind of a recurring, you know... It's a recurring thing. It's a recurring but, It is. But anyway, it's all history. <laughs> the history, it's all about history. Uh, but there's some cool things what had happened, uh, that had happened here, and some unfortunate things. I mean, in 1940, Richard and Maurice McDonald founded McDonald's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, right yes. here in San Bernardino. And uh, they, of course, that's, you know, as they, the rest of they say is history. And then um, in, I think, 1977, uh, the uh, San Bernardino won the All-America City Award, okay? Unfortunately, in August 2012, San Bernardino filed for Chapter 9 bankruptcy. Oops. <laughs> for, well, they, they, they got it in, in debt yeah. to the tune of about a billion dollars. It know? happens. But, you know, things happen. They, uh, they took care you of know, it. Give a city a credit card and, and they, they, just, they just go crazy. They go crazy. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened. Yeah. But they got it, they got it worked out. <laughs> Good. It's a great town. It's a great city and a lot of fun to be here. So yeah. we feel like we're right in the middle of things out here. But we're clear out of the West Coast now. Yes, so, we are. So we can either go north, south, or east. We can't go any further west from here. Yeah. Well, we'll deal with it. We will. We will. Well, the dart will tell us. That's true. Yeah. And, and we are throwing the dart this We time. are throwing the dart. Yeah. Yeah, we've, 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 we've yeah. taken some chances and ended up and, in some it weird just, places. It didn't no. go great. This no. one was fine. We'll go back to the dart. Well, you know, people ask us, they say... Derriere's. Exactly. Why is it that you travel all across this great country of ours in that old RV? Oh, yeah. She's and, old, yeah. Yeah, and stay yeah. in the Shady Grove RV park. That's it. Well, yeah. it's because we don't really have 
much sense of direction, I guess. We yeah. just kind of, this. We're kind of rudderless. That's right. This was the the, the least resistance, you know. <laughs> just true. We just kind of wander around, yeah. you know. It's what we do, you That's know. Of do. course, unlike our uh, compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, who have these things called ranches, ranches, yes. And you know, they do their shows from the relative comfort of their ranches, exactly. And uh, you know, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch in the Dos, Dos Cabezas Mountains. Mountains. I just like saying Dos Cabezas. Well, you prefer to say Dos Cervezas. Dos Cervezas. Yeah. Because you put your two fingers up all the time. That's right, I do. Uh, Alan Bailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch out in western Kansas. Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. And, of course, Oren Friesen, I said it right this week. Good for you. Uh, has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. That's We've right. We've been there before. And we're going to look forward to seeing Oren here before too long. That's As we right. As we continue to fall, we, we're going to rendezvous at the Walnut Valley Festival down there in right. Winfield, Kansas. Yeah, so. we might have to launch a rocket again this oh, year. Oh, we would. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, we'll yeah. do that. We didn't get in too much trouble over that. Uh They've forgotten by now. Yeah, but you think? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, but, you know, we used to whine about the fact that we didn't have a ranch. And That's then right. Our pal Suzanne said, you know, you guys, you, you look at it this way. You've got the biggest ranch of all. You've got the entire continental United States. You could say that we have a ranch without, without fences. fences. Yeah. That's exactly right. And we roam that range in our RV called... Rambling Road. Sweet Rosie. Rosie gets us there. You know, we ought to get one of those customized license plates to put on the front of Rosie uh-huh. with a rose on it that says Ramblin' Rose. That's a thought. That's a thought. Okay, you, you do that. No, you do it. No. no. Yeah, yeah, you're the idea guy, no. and you want me to always uh, take care of it. Okay, fine, I'll do it. You know what you, else you should do? What? You should tell me what your next song is. <laughs> you know, I should tell you what my next song is. Because it is your turn. Okay, fine. There's this guy named Bobby Christian. Okay. All right. And um, he's kind of an interesting guy. Uh, he was a, a longtime fixture um, as, a, as a percussionist. Okay. All right. And, um, but he also, he was an arranger and a composer, and he did a bunch of space age pop LPs. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. They were much sought after by Exotica aficionados. Okay, you're kind of in a thing here. I am, man. Yeah. I discovered this whole thing, and then I find these weird people doing this stuff, you know? But he was he was uh, he was born uh, Sylvester Christian in Chicago in uh, 1911, and he required his uh, his first drum kit at the age of six, right? And then they put him in the basement, and they just let him down there. Yeah, that's a, that's the way to do it. He quit school at 14 to join Chicago band leader Louis. Uh, I think his last name it was uh, Panico. Anyway, he next uh, next five years he spent playing at the local Canton Tea Gardens, you know, where he grew up there. But anyway, he rose to national prominence in 1938 after joining the Paul Whiteman Band. Oh, okay. All right. And we big talked band. We, a big band. We've talked about mm-hmm. Paul Whiteman before. And um, there's, there's this thing that I've been trying to find. They, people talk about how he did a performance of the Sabre Dance, right? Okay. And we've seen that parodied uh, by several people over there. Oh, that one. That one, yeah. But apparently, he performed it sitting down. With two right mallets on the xylophone, left hand playing two timpani and bass drum with the right foot and bells in front of the xylophone. Wow. I I have not been able to find that. I hope you can. I, I hope I can too. Yeah. The guy's really incredible. But anyway, uh, he was a, a great entertainer and he really got into this exotic exotica thing. So I, I found this LP that he did. And it was called um, Out of This World. 
from 1962, and I'm going to play a cut from that one. You feeling it, man? Are you feeling it? I got. I got to make a slight correction here. I feel. I, I feel like a, a bewitched is coming on. Oh, you know? what a great idea! <laughs> you must be reading my email. Uh, I want to make a slight correction. The name of the LP, the, the album, was called "Strings for a Space Age." Okay, from 1962, okay. and that cut was called "Out of This World." So there you go. All right. All right, Roger. It's your turn. Well, um... come on, Rod. You can do it. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to keep going down my uh, rabbit hole here. So uh, I was talking about Leroy Powell, right? Yes, you were. So as I was researching him, I, again, stumbled across uh, another song where uh, he collaborated with a girl by the name of Emily West. Actually, she collaborated with him. It's her, her tune. Um, and and her, her real name was Emily Marie Nemers. But uh, she, of course, her stage name couldn't be that. No, so it's Emily West. There you go. Um, she, it's kind of an interesting story. Um, she grew up in um, in Waterloo, Iowa. Yeah. So she was born in 1981. In July of 1994, so she would have been 13 years old, her parents took her to Bird on Fire Recording Studio in West Union, Iowa. How old was she? Uh, she would have been 13. 13, mm-hmm. wow. Where studio owner Doug Kempel worked with her producing four demos, Sweet Dreams, Peace of My Heart, Higher Love, and Me and Bobby McGee. They moved to Nashville, Tennessee in 2000. 
Um, so she would have been 19, yeah. following her graduation from Waterloo West High School in hopes of achieving her goals of becoming a country music singer. Wow. So she signed a publishing uh, deal, and um, in 2014, she competed on the ninth season of America's Got Talent. Advancing to the finals, she came in second place. <laughs> Shortly after the show, uh, show ended, she signed a record deal with Sony Masterworks. Just like that. So things do happen yeah. sometimes. But she's she's collaborated with Keith uh, Keith Urban. Wow. Um, and, uh, you know, different people like that. So she's uh, she's really an up-and-comer. And people listen to her going, of course I know who she is. She's famous. <laughs> yeah, right. I never heard of her before. Never heard of her. No. But she does this, uh, this cool song with uh, Leroy Powell. And uh, it, this was a single that was released in 2021. So it's fairly recent. And it's called, I Want to Get Married, Just Not to You. <laughs> I want to get married I want to have a big wedding of my own I want to sing with the birds in the sky With the love of my life I want a guy of my own I want to be happy Like the pictures in the magazines Where the bride wears white with happy tears in her eyes While she's drinking champagne But how can I say I do When I'm feeling so borrowed and blue I want a kiss that feels brand new I want the honey on the You could throw a football Over a mountain like Manning back then You could dance in the rain like Gene Kelly And sing like Sinatra did I wouldn't need a diamond Brighter than Paul Newman's eyes if you had a private plane, we'd eat tapas in Spain. I'd be a dedicated wife. But how can I say I do when I'm feeling so borrowed and blue? I want a kiss that feels brand new.
cha-cha. I didn't see that coming. I uh, know. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I think that was just a lot of fun. Yeah, I, it is. I like that's, that. I'm going to look into her stuff a little bit more. Okay, then. All right, Leo. Well, I think it's your turn. So you said she was 13 when she got started, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you, you took on my memory a little bit. And, and that reminded me of somebody else that also got her start when she was 13 years old. And that was uh, Tanya Tucker. Really? Yeah. She was, um, she was born in uh, October of 1958. And uh, she had her first hit, Delta Dawn, in 1972 at the age of 13. Oh, wow. And uh, over the succeeding decades, she became one of the few child performers to mature into adulthood without losing her audience. Wow. Right? I mean, it happens yeah, to right. a lot of young stars. They, mm-hmm. you know, they grow up and they're not so fun anymore. Anyway, uh, the background on this, when, uh, when the Tucker family moved to St. George, Utah, uh, Tanya's mother took her to audition for the film Jeremiah Johnson. Which, oh, which, sure. And she didn't win the bigger role that she wanted, but she did. She was hired uh, along with her horse as an extra in the movie. Oh, wow. So she got a little taste of that. Well, that's one way to get in. That's one to get in. But she recorded a demonstration tape that g- gained the attention of a songwriter named um, Dolores Fuller. And then he, they sent it on to a producer named Billy Shirell, and he was the head of artist and repertoire at CBS Records at the time. All right. Now, here's where it gets interesting. He initially planned for Tanya Tucker to record The Happiest Girl in the Whole USA. All right, yeah. But she didn't want to, she's 13, and she didn't want to record that one. Oh, really? No, she wanted to record Delta Dawn because she'd heard Bette Miller sing it uh, on The Tonight Show. Okay. That's, uh, that's the song I wanted to say. It's okay, fine. So uh, eventually, the, the, the gal that wrote it, Donna Fargo, recorded it, had a big hit with it, whatever. But now, she's up. Another interesting thing about Tanya Tucker, she's like one of the few women who is actually considered to be one of the outlaws. Oh, in, really? In country music, yeah. Okay. As, as she matured uh, by the end of the 70s, the outlaw image in her grew. She's totally independent. She started doing this more raunchy material, you know, and kind of going for it. Okay, so that's one person I wanted to feature in the first place. But there was another guy I wanted to, re- you know, we haven't touched on either. And that was Delbert McClinton. Of course. Okay. He's a legendary blues player and everything. And, and, and he, uh, he ended up getting together with Tanya Tucker. Okay. And they recorded a, uh, a big song in 1993 uh, that became a huge hit. I think it's right, right up there in the, like the ten top, top 10 there at the time. But anyway, he was, he was born in um, Lubbock, Texas, and was raised in Fort Worth. And as fate would have it, it they just ended up together and did this great song. So it was uh, in 1993, and they came out with a song called Tell Me About It. Come closer and tell me about it. Love isn't 
I guess we featured Del McClinton once before yeah, you said I, you looked I went it and looked, up. I, I thought so. But yeah. it's way back in episode 10. Well, who remembers that far back? Well, I, I, that's why I had to go look. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I don't remember that's yesterday, right. I mean, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, I know. Okay, fine. Uh, but we know what we had. It was uh, bologna on white bread. It was bologna with what? <laughs> Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Yes, okay, fine. Hey, you know what? What? Uh, we're about out of time. Yeah, but yeah, I but, got a question for oh, you. Yeah, sure. You were uh, looking at Mercury's or something. I was. Yeah. Now, tell me... Did you call about the car? Did you? I, I did, uh, and apparently they they haven't made it since 1960. Oh, well, that's it. <laughs> so I think I missed the window. Oh shoot! But I really wish I could have got one. Yeah, why is that? Well, they had this thing called road tuned wheels. Special wheels? Well, yeah. I mean, like, it was probably a gimmick, but yeah. uh, but it, it smoothed out the bumps and all that kind of stuff. That's what wheels and tires are supposed to do, aren't they? Oh sir? yeah, okay. I guess that's right. Yeah, wow. Well, anyway, but they really promoted it. I bet they invented it. Yeah, well, yeah. Listen, just <laughs> okay. listen. Okay, I'll listen. It's really okay, cool. Okay, fine. Road tuned wheels. It's like riding on a carpet when you ride Mercury. Road tuned wheels. It's like riding on a carpet, a new riding luxury. No more bouncing like a ping pong ball. Mercury rides easy as a southern drawl. The smoothest riding of automobiles. For the bumps are erased by Mercury's road-tuned wheels. Road-tuned wheels. It's like riding on a carpet when you ride Mercury. Road-tuned wheels. It's like riding on a carpet, for that's how it feels when you ride in a 1960 Mercury. Look out. We're, we're backing up. 
Well, that's what that's, we do, of course. Do. It's, it's, I mean, we are the derrieres. It's in our name, yes. Yeah. So we back so up. We do back up. That's what we do. You know, yeah. and, and uh, you know, um, at, at this point of the show is where we like to. We used to encourage and oh, we uh, were very subtle suggest. about it. Yeah. Uh, now we just we beg, we beg, we just beg people yeah. to go to our websites. Please. I mean, we're out there. We're, we're on all the internets. Yeah, and, and we're all, all on the, the Facebooks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All those things. We've done our best. Uh, the site for this uh, show is thederriers.com. Please, the. And uh, we, we implore you. We make this point. Yeah. But and if you miss it, you'll never miss it again. Oh, yeah. That's if you right. forget the, you'll never forget what you I see. forgot it just it, last it can't week. can't be unseen. No, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, of course, the one for the band is... Well, that's 3trailswest.com with the number three on the front there. Right. And if you go there, we got all of our stuff, you know, with our CDs that we've got out and our schedule. You can order some stickers if you want. Do we, all that. we got some fun stickers there. So Yeah. And, so, you yeah. know, if, if you go to either of those websites, uh, you're going to find a lot of content. content. Yes. And we're pretty certain that if you watch it, you will be contented. contented but there's so much you could become confused, confused. in which case you should just... Contact, contact us, and we'll help you get straightened out on it. Yeah. We uh, want to hear from you under any circumstances. You bet. Uh, there are contact us tabs at uh, both websites, or you can get right to us with our email addresses. Mine well, is Here's what? Mine is Roger, no D, no at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, at thederrieres.com. And, you know, um, if you go to thederrieres.com, go to the Americana Roadshow tab, and uh, there you can listen to or download any of our past episodes at your leisure. Preferably while wearing your leisure, leisure suit. Yeah. yeah. If you want to know how it's done, our buddy uh, Jim Farrell is sporting one on the uh, cover page there. That's on right. Front page. Uh, or you know where else you can find it, Leo? Where? Well, you can find our show on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Just we, go there. Look for Americana Roadshow. And uh, so there's no excuse. No excuse. You yeah. can listen to us anytime, anywhere you want. That's right. All right. Let's see, where were we? I um, believe it's my turn. I believe it is your turn, yes. And I am going to continue down my Larry pa uh, Leroy Powell rabbit hole. Okay, yeah. This is the last easy one. Easy for you to say. Yeah, but I yes, know. I Leroy, okay, go ahead. Leroy Powell. So um, uh, he teamed up with a guy named Tim Jones. And uh, it said, uh, what I was reading about it, these two guys found their way to Nashville eight years apart. So Powell arrived in 2004, and he was playing with Shooter Jennings' band. Um, and Jones moved to Hendersonville with his band Truth and Salvage Company. That's a great name. Right. In 2012. Uh, but the, uh, the, the, the story of how the guy came together begins in a bathroom on the West Coast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Tim says, when I met Leroy, he was drinking champagne out of an old cowboy boat, a boot in a hot tub at a big A-list party in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, now, that's a visual right there. I tell you what, I, I want to meet that guy. Heck yeah. So uh, he said, I don't remember much from those days, but they call their sound Dangerously Fun Americana, <laughs> okay. which is pretty cool. So uh, they've committed to doing what they want to do at this point in their career. He says, in an industry that is known for tempting artists with opportunities and becoming the next big thing, the duo stays true to themselves. We stripped all the ambition away <laughs> and worked strictly for these the are, moment. These are our kind of guys. He says, we just try to laugh as much as possible. Uh. So. So um, uh, these are the guys that did that one uh, 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 collaboration, but we're not going to listen to that. This is a single they came out with in 2020. Uh, they call their, their group the Whiskey Wolves of the West, <laughs> which is pretty great. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yes, I would. If I'd have thought of it. So this is from 2020, them doing Friend of the Devil. I lit up from Reno, trail by 20 pounds. 
didn't get to sleep last night till the morning came around. Said I'll run him, but I take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. If I get home before daylight, I just might get some sleep tonight. I ran into the devil and he loaned me twenty bills. Spent the night in Utah in a cave up in the hills. Said I'll run him, but I take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. If I get home before daylight, I just might get some sleep tonight. I went down to the levee, but the devil caught me there. Took my twenty dollar bill and then he vanished in the Said I'll run him, but I'll take my time A friend of the devil is a friend of mine If I get home before daylight I just might get some sleep tonight Got two reasons why I cry away each lonely night First one ain't seen Anne Marie And she's my heart's delight up with me, I'll spend my life in jail. Got a wife in Chino, baby, and one in Cherokee. First I said she got my child, but it don't look like me. I said I don't want him, but I take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. I get home before daylight, I just might get It's a great version. Yeah. The tempo is not quite where we're used to. Well, we, we do it in a lot of bluegrass Yeah, jams. bluegrass are going, and it da, 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 da. <laughs> picks up. Yeah. That's right. Okay, Leo, it's your turn. I'm just going to jump right into this guy named uh, Ricky Nelson. Yeah. You remember Ricky? 
Yes, I'm surprised we haven't featured him before. I, I am too, actually. Haven't. I went back and checked, but that doesn't look like we did. But, you know, he had such an incredible career. He started off on TV with his folks, you know, Ozzy and Harriet. Yeah. And um, he went through, as an adult, he actually changed his stage name from Ricky to Rick. Right? right, I remember that. And he had all these hits, one after another. He just he just tore up. In fact, the name, the, the term Teen Idol was coined for him. He was the first Teen Idol wow. that was out there. So he was finally completely knocked off the um, the charts because of the British invasion and Beatlemania. Yeah, and that, that really changed everything. It changed everything. Yeah, it sure you did. Know? And, uh, but after that, he had one more hit in 1972 with a song called Garden Party. Yeah. Which he wrote after kind of an unfortunate experience um, being called on stage. He wanted to play his new songs with the Canyon Band. Right. Everybody expected to hear his oldies, and he didn't right. do it, and they didn't like it. And he was upset about that. But on the other hand, the guy had a hell of a career. Great entertainer, great voice. Ricky Nelson. And uh, this, I chose this song because it's the first song that he actually wrote that oh, was recorded okay. by him. So let's listen to Ricky Nelson doing Don't Leave Me This Way from 1958. When you came along, oh happy was I When you went away, I thought I would die Oh baby, don't leave me this way You know how much I needed your touch Maybe I loved you a little too much Oh baby, don't leave me this way thought you said our love was true That you love me and I love you But now you're gone and I am blue Oh, what am I gonna do? I just can't see why you wanted to go You knew all along it would hurt me so, baby Don't leave me this way Ricky Nelson. That's good, Leo. Yeah, I'm glad that we finally got him on our show here. 
Hey, you know what? What? We are out of time. We're totally out of time. Yeah, yeah. This has been a way fun. Hey, it's been an interesting time once <laughs> it has again. Been. Yeah. But we gotta we figure out where we're going now. And we do. And uh, so let's see. Uh, it, it, we haven't thrown the dart for a couple weeks. That's because right. Because we've been uh, we're out of practice. We've been screwing up. Yeah, we've been screwing so around. But yeah, it's so my it. turn to throw the dart. So you go get the map. Okay, give me a second. Okay, it's way it's back a, here in the back there in the closet. Can you oh, still look. find it? There's my Carmen Miranda hat. No, leave it. Okay, I got it. Please, I got, I got okay. it. I got there okay, it put is. it up on the wall. It's on the wall. Okay. Okay. Ready? Smoothed out. Okay. Hit I'll the get dart. the dart. It's it, in this spoon, spoon drawer, drawer too. Two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, got it. Okay. Okay. All right. Get in Let the middle there. And then the circle. You ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh man. Oh wow. That's dead close. center. That's close to home there. At Kansas. Kansas. Uh, McPherson, McPherson. Kansas. Wow. Just oh, we know to tell you. Bet we do. All right. Well, let's. Uh, Get on the road tomorrow, and we'll go there. We'll go there. All right, Leo. Well, we'll go there, and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll, see, what next, we'll right? see what happens next. We'll see what happens next. We'll see what happens next. All right. This has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. Remember to look out behind you. It's the Derriers.